Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. I can't be resentful toward people and things that I say yes to when I'm the person saying the yes. If I say yes, then I got to be all in gleefully or like I shouldn't be saying yes in the first place. Three, two, one. My name is Spree Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. So the audio quality on this is going to be pretty bad. I'm going to run it through Adobe in hand, so hopefully it won't be so terrible, but I'm driving home from the airport and I just felt inspired to uh, share with you. Man, podcasting, I know we've talked about this in a couple episodes, has been very difficult for me lately. I've been feeling really uninspired and like just I'm really challenged in my life. I've been balancing family illness and and being a good family member and wanting, desiring to be a good family member and just doing the best to take care of myself. And after, you know, I had a conversation with a, a good friend. I just dropped him off at the airport at LAX. After so many years working and giving all of myself away to business and hustle culture and not not seeing the vision that I thought I desired like I don't even know it like I okay I do believe in the universe gives us what we want and what we sorry what we need and what's best for us I don't know but like as I'm saying that I feel resistance because uh, some people like experience like really terrible things being sick or really tragic that I don't okay so it's a complicated it's a complicated statement but let's just assume for a moment that paranoia is real the that everything is happening in our favor and so if we don't get the job that we were after the opportunity that we thought we wanted we automatically assume that like something bad happened or or things aren't working out for us. But what if it is working out for us? What if that dream job wouldn't have actually been a dream job? And it's, it's a blessing that we didn't get that job because it wouldn't have been fulfilling, right? But there's no way that we could have known that. So when I started my journey as an entrepreneur, I had these grand old visions, right, of of what my life would look like. Now, what my life has turned into is different than what I aspired for. 
And also a lot of those elements of my life have made my life super fulfilling, though I didn't expect them. Like I've had the blessing to travel the world interviewing these extraordinary women in tech and in so many countries from Bosnia to Kazakhstan to Malaysia. And it's just like, wow, how I've been to all these extraordinary Kosovo. Like how have I been to all these extraordinary places? That's just insane. And I feel so fortunate to have experienced that. And that was one of the first things that came to mind when the pandemic started. It was, I felt that I had truly lived. So maybe my life hadn't equated into what I had worked so hard for, but at the same time, I got to experience these amazing opportunities that have made my life so rich. And then that made me rethink, what does the word success look like to me? Because I've always you know, in my career associated success with, or the majority of my career, I associated success with, you know, being on the cover of Forbes and IPOing and all these like tech culture things. But really, the more I, I live, the more I understand that true success is how joyous we feel day to day and how we are experiencing life, be it mentally or physically or through, through adventures And I think it's more about life's experiences than it is about status and dollars. That being said, of course, you know, it's it's very secure driving to have the dollars in the bank to make sure that we could feed ourselves, pay our rent, et cetera. So everything is this kind of a balance of resources, but putting so much attention on the status and the clout and the the stacking the dollars. The one thing I hear a lot from uberly success, financially successful people is the one thing I haven't done that I really wanted to do is like travel a lot, but I just don't have the time. It's like constantly, I just don't have the time. It's the one thing, da, 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 da. And here I've traveled to over a hundred countries. And so, so it really makes me reflect on this word success and what is it really and what does it all mean and about this concept of of timelines and energy levels and and drive and and hustle and i don't know i just i'm i'm in a chapter of my life of like reframing how i live so that it empowers me to live joyously for example, in the last few months, I've created, uh, like you, because I'm sure, you know, you and I are both driven. I feel really guilty when I'm not working. I'm sure you feel that as well. Like, it's like when I'm not working, it's just like, oh, my gosh, like if I'm exercising or if I'm, you know, watching Netflix or whatever, I was like, I can't believe I'm not working, you know. And that's such a shame because I never truly unwind and relax, right? And so I created these buckets for myself. It starts with athlete because I wasn't prioritizing being healthy. And I was working out. I was like, I was athletic and eating pints of ice cream. <laughs> so, uh, so it starts with athlete and then founder and then play slash recovery. And so the mornings up until the afternoon is fitness and also making time to go into nature and maybe write in my journal, read. It's just like athlete. Then I make time. For me, I really enjoy cooking. It's my style of cooking. It's very lazy cooking. Like I don't read recipes or anything. 
but it's a very meditative process chopping the vegetables so then I schedule in like that's part of like the athlete session is eating a really nutritious revitalizing meal then it founders about being on the computer doing the meetings doing the thing and then play recovery is like going to a sound bath um, hanging out with a friend stuff like that and that way I'm giving myself permission throughout the day that when I feel guilty I'm like no this is still athlete bucket I'm fine there's nothing to be guilty about because like founder bucket isn't for another few hours and then I also categorize each one of my days so Mondays are money meetings and self-care self-care is uh, is like therapy and the money meetings is like if I'm delivering to a client or if I sponsorship call stuff like that Tuesdays is no meeting day so I purposely do no meetings and also, also do computer work and then Wednesdays is the meeting day so that's my team calls that's when I take the the random meetings that I'm not sure what they're for. Maybe I'm doing a community call or maybe whatever it may be. And then Thursday is the day that I do my interviews for the podcast. And then Friday is the day where I, I am interviewed or I create content. And that kind of like helps me, especially when we work for ourselves, it helps me understand where to be and when to be and releases this feeling of guilt and and frustration because at this chapter of my life I really enjoy prioritizing athletics prioritizing sleep prioritizing solid nutrition prioritizing enjoyment it's a very confusing transition from how I used to be because I was the kind of person that would sleep in my office I would work until my eyes hurt and I couldn't keep my eyes any longer and I simply don't desire to be that person anymore and that's been confusing like it's confusing to be a person now who cares more about getting my seven to nine hours of sleep and because I notice a difference so I've been tracking my moods daily I have an accountability partner Marcy who I hired I think like a year and a half ago almost two years ago to track my moods daily and hold me accountable for like how I'm showing up for myself. And we noticed that when I sleep less, and this is something that is obvious for everybody, when I sleep less, I'm more moody, I don't make the best decisions, I have more negative thought spirals. And when I sleep seven to nine hours, I'm more emotionally stable, like all this kind of stuff. I can tell you when I work out, even if I don't feel like working out, it definitely puts me in a better state after I work out. There's a huge difference of when I do work out versus when I don't work out. When I'm in the sunlight, when I leave the house and go in the sun and go in nature, etc. So taking care of the foundation of myself is of utmost priority to me now, which is counterintuitive to hustle culture and grinding and getting things done. So it's been really confusing, this transition. And also, at the same time, I really welcome this transition. So the process of reinventing what it looks like to be a driven founder today is... It's hard. It's hard because there's so many moments where I feel like, am I quitting on myself? Am I not? 
Am I not giving all that I need to give to be where I want to be? What is the point of doing everything that I'm doing? Like, why am I exerting energy the way I am when, I, when I'm doing the, the you know, um, grueling work tasks? And how do I make my life simple and exciting professionally? I don't know. I'm just asking myself all these questions and it's a really, it's both simultaneously a super uncomfortable and and exciting time. The uncomfortable part is not knowing how to be driven while not being driven. <laughs> and then the the exciting part is loving being fit, loving prioritizing my health, like loving that my focus is enjoying my life and fine-tuning what that means to me. Even like radical self-acceptance, understanding what I'm looking for in my friendships and my relationships, feeling nourished in my conversations, improving my honesty with myself and taking an accountability. Like when I feel resentment, I'm feeling resentment because I'm making choices that aren't honest for me. I'm making choices that I feel like I need to be making rather than choices I want to be making. So the the person who's creating or the situation that's creating the resentment is me. I'm creating my own resentment. I can't be resentful toward people and and things that I say yes to when I'm the person saying the yes. If I say yes, then I got to be all in gleefully or like I shouldn't be saying yes in the first place and so and that's not easy that's really a hard practice to do to be honest with myself and then to be honest with others around me and say no when I need to say no and put the boundaries in place when it's the time to put boundaries in place so I'll give you an example. Maybe it's a silly example. And Corey listening to this right now, who's our amazing editor, I told Corey, I'm going to edit, I'm going to review an episode this week. I, I'm going to do it. Today's, what day is it? Today? It's Friday. And on Wednesday, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I was just, on Wednesday, I was so tired. I was just tired, really worn out. And I just didn't do it. I took a nap. Sorry, Corey. And at the same time, I'm not sorry that I took a nap. I experienced a, a loss in my family in the last week and a half, and that's got to take a toll on me. I notice how I'm going through the grieving process. It's very interesting, you know, crying and then being angry and then all these different types of emotions. And my body needed a nap. And and like, why not? You know, why? But like, if it was me a few years ago, I would have pushed myself. I wouldn't have taken the nap and I would have had that done. And then that's really confusing. And then to Corey, I'm like, man, I feel like I didn't keep my word. I'm not showing up to my team the way I want to show up for my team because I prioritized my well-being but like why is prioritizing my well-being a bad thing you know it's just really confusing which I'm sure you appreciate as a, as a driven person because everybody 
I imagine that listens to the show is very driven like me. And so redefining what it is to be driven and to be well simultaneously is very confusing. I have a lot of gratitude to have drive. There's been times in my life where I've been so burnt out that I didn't have drive at all because I couldn't even like function. And it's exciting to have drive. It makes life interesting. It keeps it, me creative and curious. So when I don't have that drive, life just isn't as interesting. So I love having the drive. I don't love not being healthy and finding the equilibrium between the two when it is not commonplace in our culture is um, really confusing. And I don't necessarily believe in the word balance. Like people throw around the word balance all the time. I'm not talking about balance because if you love what you do, you love what you do. It's all about enjoying your life. And it's about not feeling perpetually run down. I saw something the other day. I don't know if it's true or not because you can't trust the internet. But I saw Vice posted that the words I'm tired are are searched on Google now more than ever before. Like, I'm tired. What is that? Why are we all so tired? Like, what's going on and how do we reclaim our energy? How, what questions do we need to ask ourselves? What actions do we need to take? What choices do we need to make to not be tired? Like, we don't have to be tired. We're choosing to be. If we're being a slave to our social media apps and to meetings that we don't actually want to be having and to saying yes to things we don't want to be saying yes to, like, we are making ourselves tired by caving into the access that we have today. And it really is our own responsibility to dictate what kind of experience we want to have for our life day to day. And anyway, so I just felt really um, inspired to chat with you on my drive home from the airport. And I hope you're having a good day. And thank you for hanging with me as I'm rediscovering the the flow of the podcast and my spark for the podcast the purpose behind my podcasts are so important to me like so deeply important to me and i am so thankful that i i found my purpose in life and i want to continue to feel vibrancy around showing up for that purpose for elevating others it feels really, really good to live life with purpose. And so I want to continue to fine tune my vibrancy and my energy levels so that I can show up with gratitude, with just this like magical elation every day rather than this like, sluggish, uh, like just showing up energy. I don't want to just, I don't want to just physically be there, but mentally be somewhere else. I want to show up and be like, yes, I get to be here. Like, this is awesome. 
And so right now I'm just asking myself, like, what tweaks would I like to make in my life so that everything that I show up to is that magical elation? All right. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.